I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. Who's your daddy? We have two very special guests joining us right now, Sam Joe. We actually found them on Instagram, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And not just one, but two of them. It's yeah. like a, Were you stalking us? Oh, a, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Because <laughs> we actually, you know, you. I think you guys DM'd us at one point. You listened to the SG Boys podcast and yes. your username caught our eye. And our realized, and not just Sam Joe Knight, Rachel as well. Josh. They're called double dads. They're two dads. And even though we run a gay podcast in Singapore, this is very, very rare. So with us right now, we have Cameron and Andre. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, Yeah, we reached out um, because when we heard um, the SG Boys, we did have a little bit of a... um, Listening party, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The things that we love listening to you guys while we're working, yeah. So we just put it on in the background and we'll just listen, listen in, and we go, Oh my goodness, like, oh, they've got this gas, or oh, this is the issues we'll that they're talking along. about, you'll laugh along. And, and we, growing up in Singapore, um, I kind of know what you guys are going through. Mm. Um, and I'm, I have to say that I'm older than you guys, so I've kind of lived a little bit longer. Only slightly. Only slightly, yes. Yeah. But Wait. I do relate, I do understand what, what you guys are going through and some of the topics that you guys have raised as well. And, and so that's the whole reason why I'm, I reached out and just like messaged you guys and saying that how wonderful you guys are doing on the, on the podcast and we really appreciate it. Yeah, it may be common in other countries, but certainly not in Singapore. Definitely. So yeah. I was quite, pleasantly surprised when i saw double dads and i see two beautiful men in love in a relationship with a child mm. uh, and and i have so many questions i know sam joe you prepared a whole list of questions to ask as well this is very exciting for the two of us but i do want to preface it if i happen to ask any question that makes you feel uncomfortable or if i'm not using the right terminology if it offends you please put me in my place let me know so that we can all learn together oh not a problem not a problem usually yeah. what we say is that if you dare to ask we will answer you we'll give you the answer that you yeah. want we and yeah. we, we we don't shy away from any questions. we like to educate as well you know if you've yeah. got questions feel free to ask so mm. my first question is something that it's not just is not a question that just the everyday person in singapore heterosexual person is going to ask even within the lgbtq plus community in singapore they're going to ask this question which is double dads how is this possible surrogacy so we have uh, our little boy, two-year-old Tyler, uh, through surrogacy in Canada. So, I mean, in, in, in the world, there are many different countries that you can have surrogacy or you can have children through surrogacy. But we chose Canada because it's an uh, altruistic process. BT-friendly. The Canadian yeah. people are lovely. We had an amazing surrogate. At the end of the day, we mm. have this amazing, beautiful little boy. Yeah. The journey was quite long yeah it was long it was expensive as well yes it doesn't come cheap it's not like a heterosexual couple that can pop out a child and Mm -hmm. and be very quick and and we always focus on the end goal yeah so when you see that little baby coming out and you know that your life's changing from that moment yeah it's it's such a wonderful feeling and everything that you have gone through the years of planning the years of coming up with all this money you just don't know whether you actually get to the end Mm. And, Just the, and the ups, the ups and downs. It yeah. was it was about a three year process that we went through mm. from the start of going down a surrogacy path to when Tyler was born, and 
there were a lot of ups and downs yeah. during that time. Yeah. Um, some really, you know, mm. stressful moments. Yeah. And But, yeah, as Andre said, the little bundle of joy we were given at the end. Yeah. That really fades off. Yeah. You know? I never cried so much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you if you cried. Of course you did. Yes, yes. I was like bawling my eyes out. And it's just, you just couldn't believe it. Like, that's the end. Like, that's yeah. the moment that you've been waiting for for so long. And you have got this beautiful woman. I mean, yeah, she's obviously she's lying on the, uh, you know, on the bed and she's like pushing out this watermelon. Um, but it's, it's kind of like. <laughs> and yes, we were oh that my end. God, yeah. <laughs> we were at that end. We saw everything, but she wanted us to look and, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. So yeah. we always tell people if, if you're in a birthing room and you can get the opportunity to watch a birth, go for it. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's so beautiful. I know a lot of, um, a lot of husbands or a lot of people, they just don't like to watch it. They oh, just feel a bit scared, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm. Or they mm. faint. Too much or something blood. Like yeah. Stuff. Too much blood. But no, it's so beautiful. I never thought, I mean, come on, you spend so much money, you must just get the full show right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take you guys all the way back to the beginning, even sure. before yeah. you looked at each other and, and went, you know, we want to have a kid, right? How do you two meet? I'm, 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 <laughs> rom- you know, the both of us, we're actually romantics at heart here. Yeah. So we want the full tea, the full lowdown. And how did that, how did two of you meet? Ooh. And what was your love story? You, and you can, can we do that? Yeah, you okay. can, you yeah. can tell that, you can tell that story. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So I was living in Sydney. Uh, Cameron was living in Geelong, which was about an hour and a half drive out of Melbourne, CBD. Um, I, I was in Melbourne for a long weekend. Australia Day. Australia Day. And um, I was living with friends and I was single. So what did I do? I went on to this platform called Growler. Have you heard of Growler? Growler? Oh, yes. Have you heard of Growler? No. Is it the grinder for bears? Yes. Yes, yes, yes it is. It's not very popular here in Singapore, right? I don't yeah. think. The way Clearly they I don't know and not oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually really don't. I, I, I know. Really? I've heard of Scruff. Our scrub is very popular, but yeah. it's more for the, you know, the, the I want to meet for something. Okay. Yeah, um, Growler, you can go down that path so as well. Growl for love. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Gra- Growler was a little more, um, you could have somewhat of a meaningful conversation mm. rather than yeah. just put a dick pic. Right. And, and, oh. uh, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, I think now it's kind of changed. I don't know about possibly, now. Possibly, yes. But possibly. back then it was like, it's kind of a bit more, you know, it's, it wasn't too racy. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, so I was chatting on, on that and this, uh, this was 2014. Yeah, it was 2014. So usually apps like this, if you talk about scruffs, talk about grinder, it's all proximity based. Yes. Mm. So you don't get anybody more than a certain number of kilometers outside on your profile on, on listed on mm. your feed on your dashboard yeah. but he was maybe it was because it was and going across know. the water yeah so yeah, it, there was there was water no, but it's still really far away mm. yeah so I, I just chatted and I didn't really know that you know where he was and stuff I just wanted to chat because I knew that I was going to be there only for the long weekend when I asked him so where are you and he said he was at this place I have no idea where that was so I checked the map and I was like I said, you Google are it. so far away and I, said, I can't believe that you're on my you know on my phone mm. I'm going to be leaving uh, for Sydney in the next, uh, in two days time. Um, so I was just wondering whether, you know, do you want to get to catch up? Because I don't think that I will, you know, I have ever spoken with anybody who give me that much satisfaction in the chat. We agreed to meet at, of all places, Crown Casino. So I I liked that because it's a public place. If it didn't work, if it was a bit sus, you could kind of just turn around mm, and mingle with the crowds quite easily. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. You've you got, got to be protective like yeah. that. <laughs> and then we sat down in the window of the restaurant having dinner. And yeah. I think the first question we asked each other. Maybe not the first question. Maybe it was like one of the mm. first few questions. Yeah. Was. Okay. So, do you want to have kids? Yeah. We were, that was really. <gasps> yeah. That we was, sort of went straight to We weren't beating question. around the bush. It was yeah. kind of, you know. I think that the, the thing is. When you come to a certain age, you don't fuck around anymore. You don't, you don't, hey, you know, let's ask out of fluffy questions. Let's Life's go and too date short. for like 10 years. And then after that, you go, oh, what is it in life that you want? It's like, seriously, get it out there. If you don't want, then that's fine. We just have that nice dinner and we just, you know, walk away because we know that we just don't fit in each other's lives. And mm. um, we were lucky. Said, yeah, I said you definitely. Said yes. And definitely. I was like, oh my goodness, is that me too? Um, and we started talking about like, how many wine a family, like, what kind of family, and, and we started going from there to like, what's a family life like? What's my family life like? What's the view on, you know, what's our life going to look like, you know, like for ourselves? Like, what? You talked about all this on the first day. Yeah, yeah. we did. You know, it I, a, it's, it's very and weird, we did. right? Oh, it's no, it's very productive. No. I, I, yeah, I was and exactly I that. I love that. You did that you you already set yeah not just the the boundaries but you also set your goals yes. in this dating process yeah. right i've been out on yeah. dates with your typical gay guy that really thought his life was buying lv handbags and you know going to the gym five days a week mm-hmm. and kids were just not the mm-hmm. accessory that wanted and that mm-hmm. really wasn't me just because i'm gay that doesn't preclude me from wanting to have family mm. and, and yeah. kids and things like that. Yeah. There's nothing nothing to say that we can't equally be just as good, if not better in some areas, than other couples, you know? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. It must have been a very special night when you meet someone. Because in my mind, I don't know about you, Sam Joe, but like I've always wanted to be a dad. Mm. And I kept thinking that all the way till I was like maybe 27 28 and then it kind of hit me that ah my friends all popping out kids and I don't think that little aspiration to be a father yeah because I think I'd make a really great dad you know like I I, I feel that in my bones but I'm starting to look at it and be real about as they say like okay I don't think it's actually gonna happen in my lifetime why not? why not i don't know it's just one of those things where you kind of abandon that dream because a you're gay in singapore you don't know how this is going to even work out I used to, I, wait, wait, you're still thinking like that a little bit yeah i'm gonna be no, honest with you yeah no 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 no, 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 no. Please, i think you please, should just retrace back now you just yeah. take a step back mm-hmm. because if that's your dream you can always achieve it you're still young by the way we do have friends who are single dads who have gone through surrogacy and they are by themselves because they want a family. You don't need a partner, number one, mm-hmm. to have a child. Okay, you don't make you don't make me cry. Okay, wait. So, <clears throat> no, I I just gotta I just gotta I I know I'm not the only one, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of gay couples as well. Yes, they have let go of that conversation about yes. being like do you mm. think you'd be a great dad you know that question because they're also like deathly afraid of their partner saying oh we're never going to have kids anyway there's no mm. chance you know and then you're going to feel horrible mm. for asking so you just kind of keep it to your, like yes. it's just going to be cats and dogs and that's it you know so they don't even want to go to that question so i just think i what i find so remarkable about your date was you went straight to what i consider unattainable mm. Mm. You know, after walking away from that, 
even though we have asked the questions, you know, at the back of your mind, you'll go, yeah, you'll say anything, won't you? You know, like that mm. kind of thing. Yeah, first time. Yeah, first, time. first day. Now, we just ask the question, but you can say whatever just to keep me right. here. I went back to Sydney. And then we uh, the chatted day, every day. You said that you are happy to do the whole long distance thing. Because I lived, lived in Geelong and 30 minutes from my office was Avalon Airfield. So basically, I could jump on a plane at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday and be in Sydney by five o'clock. <laughs> so, and then, and then on the Monday morning, leave early and be back in my office by 9.15am. So you would take turns to fly to each other every yeah, weekend? Depending, yeah, depending on what we had on. The plane became like a bus. We never got on a flight together the same time until October when we flew here to Singapore for my milestone-ish birthday. The romantic in me, which is all of me, is really? just like freaking out because this is a Netflix drama that I want to see. <laughs> it's, it's, I just think it's the most beautiful thing, right? When you, when you see someone and you, you can think of all the different reasons of this may not work out because of this or this yeah. is going to be troublesome. This is going to take up a lot of time. And uh, what are people going to, what are my friends going to think of this? Am I delusional? But you just like, this is someone that I'm connecting with. I mm. choose this person and I will goals. do whatever I can to yeah. see this person, even if it means taking yeah. the like it's taking the bus. Yes. Well, well yeah. yeah. And look, it was harder for Andre really than me because Andre was uprooting from his friends that he'd had mm. in Sydney. The commitment was there on both sides. We wanted mm. to make this work. Mm -hmm. mm. We needed to come together anyway. Yeah. I think that's really important uh, than to do the whole long distance and living separately. Going back to that very first or the first few questions that we asked each other about family, about having kids. It's very difficult to have kids or to go through that plan while you are away, mm. like where you're separated. Why... Did you end up in Singapore? I'm looking at a gay couple. I'm looking at two dads. Right now, or at least how things have been for a while here in Singapore, mm. I wouldn't put that as your final destination for this mm. family. Well, it was it was very interesting. We've got business in Australia and we've got business here in Singapore. Until Andre met me, he would come back and visit his family in Singapore. I guess I'm the one that really liked Singapore. I know there are certain areas that are challenging, but here in Singapore, there's got a, a lot going for it. The greenness, the lushness, you know, the food culture, great transport mm. and things that Singaporeans maybe take for granted. And as the Caucasian person coming in, being in Australia and growing up all my life there, that was sort of refreshing. You know, I grew, grew up on a farm and sort of coming to the big city was a bit different. It was a, it was a sea change. We planned this pre-COVID and the other idea was we were going to be able to travel because <laughs> it was going to be a base and that very quickly went out the window. If we came over here, we could work, we could go back to Australia regularly, you know, we'd have some help to help out with mm. Tyler, get around the region and explore. Yeah. So before Tyler came along, when was the moment that the both of you knew you're going to spend the rest of your life together? You're going to get married? Part of that was we knew we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. It was going to be a case of whether it's going to be legal or not. So we'd started going down the surrogacy process for Tyler and we were waiting on the marriage equality vote effectively in Australia to determine 
what was going to happen with wanting to get married. Like, mm. like we knew that we wanted to make that commitment, I guess. We got engaged in Paris. The thing was, Cam was already planning to pop the question as well at around that time. And I also was planning oh, around the same time. And we, we had a particular favourite brand of jewellery that we liked. And a very good friend of ours was helping me choose the ring and we were going to say this is what will hmm? would be nice that for Andre. is your story no yes no, because you want you wanted to go down that path i know i know but you you didn't know about this it was going no. to be a surprise no. i had picked the ring with my friend and then i'd taken andre in to have a look at it before we left to to come to singapore and then go to england and he said, oh, I hate that ring. I didn't know. <gasps> I did not use such strong words. I said, I don't like it. <laughs> well, it was... I, I will was, not use hate. I, I kind of was shattered. And then I called my friend and she said, oh, no. I knew that any kind of jewelry is going to come into this scenario, like for proposal, it will be that brand. I'm not going to give that to him. <laughs> So I designed my own, selected the material, selected the diamonds, and put everything together and made one special, mm. um, one that fits your finger. So at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So we were looking at view and I heard this little voice on the side and he just goes, babe, will you marry me? And I was like, what? What did you say? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he goes, where's the ring? And I went, interesting story on that. And started telling, and he goes, no ring, not official. Yeah. We was like, loophole, loophole. You were happy, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was. Turns out it was. I was like, yes. And I was like, oh, that's great. No, I mean, and, and then we were booked to go but to But I felt a- so bad because I had to say no. Yes. I'm not, I didn't say no. I just kind of went, okay, you know, don't ask me now. Yeah, I don't want to. Let's just look at the We went scenery. to a very expensive uh, restaurant up the Eiffel Tower. And had to sit there. And you just kept asking me. Yes. So how about that question that I asked? I said, I really told you no ring, no, no. You know, it's- and it was really expensive. And the best thing I can say about the meal was the bread was good. And the view was good. Oh. <laughs> so that wasn't. Yeah. So you were freaking out. Poor Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I felt bad. Yeah. How about me? <laughs> I, said, I said, I was like, oh my God. Like, can we wait for tomorrow? Because I also planned. The next, it, day. Well, it, the next day, we next day, we woke up. Uh, we woke up the next day. I said, "Hey, yes, let's go for the uh, what's that called? Sunrise. The sunrise." We just go across the the the, the water to the Trocadero or whatever that structure thing and look across the river to the Eiffel Tower. It was quite romantic. And I asked him on the bridge again, and he told me, "Will you stop asking me yeah. this question?" <laughs> I no said, ring, not just, official. Yeah, could you just stop asking me? Just, you're just trying to irritate me, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, shit, shit. Okay, never mind. It's going to be 10 minutes, 10 minutes more, 15 minutes more, and you'll find out like what's going on. Yeah. And so we got there, and uh, um, yeah. And I said, hey, look, Cam, you know, you remember the dream that I told you about? Now, let me just tell you now. Since we're standing here watching the Eiffel Tower, you must have to say something, right? So I told him the dream. You had a ring. Like, funny, you proposed to me, and I had to, and I took you away, and I woke up. That happened, it's freakishly happened yesterday. But the things that the difference between my dream and what happened yesterday was that you did not have to ring. But it's okay because I've got them. I said, I've got the ring. And I said, that's it. What? Where? I said, it's here. It's here. And I've got a little like compartment oh in my jacket. Oh my gosh. 
Cam is just showing us this gorgeous picture of the Eiffel Tower in the background, and then in the foreground, yes, it's Andre kneeling down and pop like opening a ring box. And, and he even had booked the photographer yeah. that was shooting this. No way. Yes, I did. Instagram is such oh, a wonderful is, thing. This is, like, I, this is like what happens in movies. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say this looks absolutely. Perfect. Can we use this for the album episode sure. artwork? Yeah, yeah. Sure. This is stunning. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a few. Oh, it's beautiful. It was funny because after I did that, he said, Oh, let's oh. have a selfie. So what selfie? And it was snowing and everything. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It looked no. it was just the fog. Yeah. Oh the fog, but it looks so romantic. Like yeah. it, it, like, does, it does. It yeah. People said, Oh, was that a green screen? No, no, we were actually there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we told the parents. I told the parents, yeah. Um, um was interesting. Yeah. Mine were yeah. like, oh, it's late at night here, gotta go to sleep. Came back to Singapore after all that, and yeah. you saw your family, and... Yeah. Well, yes, we didn't think initially they'd come to the wedding. Mm, yeah, my parents... Okay. My were they parents, not supportive? They were not Perhaps really thrilled at the fact that we were getting married. Yes. Um, because they were, you know, obviously they, they, they were in a certain religious group. Okay. Yeah, and so it's um, it was just a little bit difficult having to tell them that okay, this is what's happening. It's legal in you know Australia, and we want to do that. They just said you know, initially said no, but they did actually ask their. My parents asked the religious head, and the religious head said, "Okay, fine. You know, if you want to go, it's your family anyway, but." go there and you focus more on the fact that they are they found happiness in each other yes don't Rather think of it as a wedding yeah don't think a bit of it as a wedding don't think that you're going there oh having a wedding and you're it'll just tear you apart so if you focus on happiness that they've found it's yeah. easy for you to get through it. and andre's parents have been really good they've come a long way in a sh- very short time in mm. terms of embracing Andre being gay, our relationship. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think for parents, I find that you have to give and take. That whatever that's given to me or whatever that they've shown me in terms of acceptance, that's enough for me. Right now, currently, they love Tyler to bits. Yes. And that's the most important thing to me. I don't really care whether they love me or not. You know, it, it becomes a different level. Yeah. Once you have children... Children, your kids become like forefront of everything. Yeah. So if you want love and, and, and wealth and stuff, you don't care for yourself anymore. You care about that for your kids. As long as my parents show love to our kid, that's all that matters. Yeah. Whereas for your parents, your parents are so easy. Your parents are yes. like, yeah, let's get married. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 My mother in particular thought that when I came out as gay to her, that that would mean no grandchildren. And I'm an yeah. only child. Yeah. And that was very important to mm. her. And, you know, I kind of had to say, well, see, this mean doesn't mean that you're not going to have grandchildren. You yeah. Know? So that's why. Which is why your story today is like so... Are you okay? Yeah. Josh? Okay, is, I feel like Josh is getting teary right yeah, now. Yeah, Are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you need yeah. tissue? I, no, I don't fine. know whether I, you want me to. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. Don't okay. worry. If you need yeah. tissue, which is just why, holler. Okay. But, which is why you guys' story is like so important. Like, you know, and because there is that myth yeah. that every gay boy when figuring out his sexuality that mm. I mean I was I was one of them as well growing up thinking, oh no, like, you know, I, I kinda want kids, but if I'm really gay, back in the day when I was still battling with like my identity and yeah. everything. 
That means no kids. Eventually, we get over that. But then it's convincing the people around us, like yeah. our parents, fellow mm. family members who may place that hope on you, especially if you're in like an mm. Asian family setting and if you're the only male kid in the family, mm. you're supposed to so-called, quote-unquote, pass on the family name. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all wrapped up in all, all of this and it's it's, it's so unhealthy to like think that like you know that yeah. just because you are gay it means you are you cannot have kids yeah, they're not, not mutually true. exclusive yes exactly thank you mm-hmm. yeah and Fun. thanks for and I say thank you not <laughs> just for saying that but for showing it like you know uh-huh. you two are like a living breathing example of how it's possible and I think that's why our dear Joshua Simon here is getting a little bit emotional. (laughs) I am because I'm I'm the only uh, son in my family as well. So you have got two sisters. sisters? I've got a sister as well. Yeah, and and my dad's a pastor. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a lot of years and years of feeling like I've always been the odd one out. It's always my fault and I'm trying to sort of make all this work. Mm. And... I know like my mom would be so happy to have a child and I'm in a relationship right now. She doesn't really acknowledge it sometimes. It's, mm. It can be a bit tough. Yeah. Um, and I am out to my parents now. Little things like um, my, I'll be cooking for my boyfriend, right? And my mom, like, who are you cooking for? And I'm cooking for my boyfriend. Can you help me with this? And she'd be like, I can help for all your friends. You know, yeah. I can cook for all your friends. You don't need to say that. You know, I'm like, but he's my boyfriend. Don't say this type of thing. Oh, you know, so, so okay, my mom's right. like that. Yeah. Like she, she knows right. it, but she doesn't want to hear it. Mm. She doesn't want to recognize it. But yeah. I know if, like, if we had a kid or if we were to get married, yeah. I think that would give them also a very different impression of and what that's true. a mm. relationship is in a, in a gay couple. A, a child will change everything. Will change the way people look at things. It including makes your parents. Every, everything better. Yeah. Like a, a grandchild. It's, you it's put a baby amazing. there. There is no way any grandparent yeah. can look at that child and not go, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 it's very, very different. Whatever because, prejudice or preconceived yeah. notions yeah. and ideas yeah. that they would have yeah. had, the yeah. moment they look at the child, they're like, yeah. "Okay, this child is loved, and I'm also yes. going to love yes. this child." Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, I, and I'm not sort of chasing something to obtain to prove to them that you know my relationship is real. Unfortunately, this is just kind of that weird space that I'm in right now where sort of I think a lot of especially the older generation like my parents generation they view gay people as just like really promiscuous because for them it's like Mm. this is sin right so this is committing a sin so they are people who practice that sin yeah well that's how it's portrayed here which is the the, exactly and and there's no such thing as sort of a loving gay relationship it's either something wrong with their behavior where Mm. they're not masculine they're feminine Mm. or there's uh, sort of a perverse nature with how um, they view sex Um, it's there's no such thing as a lovely relationship where people respect and care for each other no such thing as a lovely same-sex family right I think that family's not even part of this concept yeah I think we really need to stop you know thinking of like uh, not just gay but LGBTQ as antithetical to this concept of family right yeah, yeah. why yeah. can't you be both like why can't I be pro-family and want to have kids and yeah. you know and, and want to basically want a family portrait mm. as well and be gay at the same time right it doesn't mm. have to be one or the other and I think that yeah. so many of us have just been raised to believe that you know the, that's not possible the sad thing is that what probably the average person doesn't know there is actually quite a large community 
of gay same-sex couples with kids here in Singapore. In there's, Singapore? There is, yes. Yeah. Really? There is. Like, there's, mm. there's, you know, we're part of a daddy's group. Yeah. Um, not that daddy's. <laughs> <I was laughs> let me just, just, let me just clarify like, that. I was like, I'm part of a daddy's. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> um, when we first came to Singapore, we thought, oh, we're going to be the only gays and a child mm. in the village kind of scenario. Mm. And we ran into a couple. A couple. They saw Tyler. Yeah. And they said, oh, is that your kid? Is that your child? They said, yes. I said, oh, we've got kids too. They said, how many? Two twins. And I'm like, oh, really? <gasps> wow. They said, you know, there's a community here in Singapore. Let me just hook you up. Great. There are so many same-sex couples here who are fighting, who are desiring for that opportunity to be dads. And there is even, there's even a number of couples in there that are wanting to go down the surrogacy path and then, you know, ask questions, nav- navigate it. Mm. You know, a mm. lot of... A lot of couples will either do it in the US, you know, or Canada, like we we have done. It's sort of a good community that you can share thoughts and and chat about things from things like yeah. schools and visas and things like that as well. It's like a parent support group. It is. Yes. But it is for yeah. same sex couples and, yeah. and pre. COVID, we joined just before COVID, but we were told that there was more meetups before that. But, you know, we still met up with a few couples, you know. Definitely um, dates. Well, yes, yes, yes. Oh. We, we, we have. And it's really, really sweet. Tyler's a hugger, so he likes to go in and hug yeah. the other the other kids. And, you know, um, it's it's really good. And you can sit down and chat. And mm. we've, we've made some good friends out of, out of that as well. May I ask some possibly uncomfortable questions um, that may be intrusive. I just want to throw these questions out there sure. maybe in the mind of the listener as well, right? Is your marriage recognized here in Singapore? Is- no, no, no. I'm single and Andre is single. I am the friend or the work colleague. Yeah, and Tyler, even though my name is on his birth certificate, in Singapore, he is the dependent of Cameron. Yeah, so he's, yeah. Seen, he's seen as as my child. Yeah. So technically, Andre, you don't have legal rights to Tyler as your as your kid. It's That's a grey area. Yeah. yeah. I, I would probably say, in terms of legal things, powers, attorneys and stuff that's in mm. place, then he would. Yeah. But whether or not doctors and that, chose to recognize if there was mm. ever if there was an ever an issue could be another question mm. that i'm not i'm but not I think sure so far i mean when we have gone to the doctors for tyler i mean they have never said oh you're not the you know not, you're not the father but i've never had that before no, we've They've had always a, been very accepting we've had a receptionist try and match her uh, match him up with her daughter <laughs> and show photos <laughs> well see my daughter ran yeah, same age yeah. That's yeah. Couple. <laughs> it's so cute. yeah we've obviously had other people who look at us and we just go, hmm. Yeah. When we first came with Tyler, he'd be in the stroller and we'd be walking, let's say, down Orchard Road. And the Singapore crane neck would kick in because they would look at the stroller, look at me, look at Andre, and then the crane neck would look into the stroller to look at Tyler. And then there was a blankness like them you could see the hamster running trying to work out how this was actually working and Mm. you know we've had we've been out together and we've had people say to us oh you've given the wives a day off today have you (laughs) or when we've been looking to rent here in singapore the question comes from real estate agents where's the mother Mm. and you know that got a bit hard to explain so in the end we just say "Mm, she's dead 
And then wow. that, then that that's just shuts down. it yeah. down, which is, yeah. it's just, you know. If not, there'll be like an ongoing kind of uh, conversation about, oh, so, you know, is she going to be living here and blah, blah, blah. You know, she needs to be on the lease. We've, we've, um, been, we've been asked, one of the things that I found the most offensive is when a landlord wanted a copy of Tyler's birth certificate to determine whether or not they would let us rent the place. What is that going to do with anything? Correct. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I, you know, no this problem. This is being nosy. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, what's the relationship between, like, the occupants in who's going to be living in their place? Yeah. It's beyond the level of intrusiveness, in my opinion. Yeah. It is none of their business. Yeah. There's been those, those sort of things. It's been interesting. You know, a lot of Singaporeans stare, you mm. know. Um, we had a case in point where we, we were coming back from Changi Airport on the bus with Andre's sister and her best friend. And we were on the pointing at each other, seats for four, and Tyler was being shared between us on the bus ride back. Andre and I and Tyler got off at um, Suntech and... <laughs> Andre's sister messages and goes, oh, my God, you've got no idea the looks that you were getting as you were getting off the bus for taking Tyler. They were looking at us and then they were kind of thinking, where are these people kidnapping a child? And it was really, it was very... Oh, these are very mild anyway. Yeah. We'll probably get worse, like, maybe somewhere else. Mm. Yeah, but in Singapore, I, I think a lot of people just silently judge people. Yeah, like, they yeah. just sit there and they just, like, stare. Like, yeah. they, they know yeah. maybe a scene from Modern Family, a mm. few characters from Modern Family, but not right in front of our eyes. Yeah, yeah. And mm. it must have been quite a, a shock. Um, another question is... How does Tyler call, you know, instead of sort of mommy and daddy, yeah. how, yes. how does he say, is it like daddy, daddy and daddy papa? Is Cam. Cam is daddy. I'm papa. Yeah. But when he goes to school, obviously, like the school system obviously teaches them dad and mom and mommy, daddy and stuff like that. Before we had Tyler, we said to each other, say, hey, look, this thing is going to be so different when he comes into the world. It's not going to be two of us anymore. It's going to be one more defenseless yeah. uh, little person coming into the world. And so we have got to be the protector. Armor. Let's just get ready and put on our armor because mm. whatever that comes to us, we'll have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, that whatever arrows that people throw at us or shoot at us, that we have to deal with it just because... We love this little boy. Yeah, yeah. He is the center of our world, really. Yeah, and that's and yeah, that's you change the, perspective, perspective on yeah. everything. Yeah, and that's probably the biggest thing. You when you've got a child, and I'm sure straight couples say this as well. The love you get for that child, you really can't describe until you're in that mm. that moment mm. because it's it's a whole different level. Back then, when we were looking for a place, Tyler couldn't speak. So we couldn't, we didn't have to say anything about daddy or papa. Yeah. Now, if we were to take him to any viewings, he'd be like, daddy, papa. So we don't. (laughs) So we don't. Yeah. So we don't. Yeah. So he he stays somewhere else and then we do all the viewings and stuff like that. So it'll be easier for us to manage it. Okay. Survival, survival skills. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got yeah. to. Well, you, you've got to work the cool. system yeah. effectively yeah. here, and that's what it is. You you've know, got a game. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. You, it's it's really, and it's sad, but the game we're playing here effectively. What if one day those arrows come for Tyler? You know, someone at school says something that's nasty a, to him. That's about a very good him question. Having two dads, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Have, have you? 
you know, role play that situation and how you're going to react to it and um, how you're going to have that conversation with him eventually when he's old enough. We feel that you will have to, you um, have his little armor as well, yeah. but we just have to make sure that it's uh, it's based on facts and, you know, we have to educate him about, you know, his family, what other, you know, not only our family, but also what's what's out there as well. He can't be so narrow-minded and he needs to know he's loved and Mm -hmm. that's that's the important thing and yes i'm sure kids will be cruel we've all been to school we all know how cruel Mm. kids can be Mm -hmm. um i guess we're kind of hopeful that things will slowly change in terms of attitudes from younger generations of being a little more accepting i don't think there's going to be a big leap but you know, as Tyler gets older, going through that it may not be as bad. We will protect him where we can, as any parent would, um, and always yeah. be there. Hands down, you're two of the bravest people I've ever met. Be it sort of the love for each other and also having to do whatever it takes to take care of your child to show your child this world that may have been mean to you at times this mm. world yeah and also to navigate the system to navigate families different families different cultures different territories what would you say to the person listening to this episode right now who maybe thought of oh i want to name my child this or my child i'm going to take my child to dance class and and my child's going to see life in a whole different way, because I wish I had more of that growing up. Like, they wanted to be a parent, but they have let that dream go because they've just learned that this is Singapore, I don't think I can get out, and this is unfortunately my future and trajectory. Basically, what would you say to Joshua Simon? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. And, not, and, and that is actually, the truth. Actually, that is the truth. It's a little bit of me also, yeah. Yeah, because even, like, with my partner, right, I, I, I know deep down he wants to be a dad. But he doesn't even want to admit it, and he doesn't want to oh. entertain that thought. And I can tell, right? But I want to see Joshua Simon as a dad. Mm. And that's, you know, if we have to help with that project, we will. You can yeah. join their support group. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think if if you want something so badly, don't give it up. If you give up just because the system says no, you're just not giving yourself the opportunity. You're just giving up. Ways and means to achieve your goal. And communication is a big part of it. The two of you or any couple need to be open and honest and have that conversation and say, well, do you want to have kids? Okay, we both do. Is there a way we can achieve that? Yeah. How know? much do you want kids? Yeah, and how much do you want, want yeah, kids? How much you, you can just say, oh, I want kids because I can, I can see myself being, you know, like having a child beside me. But there's so much more than that. Mm. And it's something that you need to talk about. It's going to take a lot from you, mm. isn't it? It's, exactly. And, and like you said, it's, it's expensive. Yes. But it's also going to draw from a lot of strength and you have to be ready for that, right? It's also yeah, and you, responsibility and you, for, for another human being's life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The biggest thing as well, I think for a lot of gay men, is that if they will have kids, they will have to sacrifice a lot. And that is something where I feel that the sacrificing is difficult. And with regards to being here in Singapore... There are ways to do it, you know, even if it does, if it means that you're, you you look to relocate somewhere else, you know, if you want a child, you know, and you want to be a dad and that is a goal, pursue it. Don't, don't let it go. 
I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.